Everybody, how are you guys doing this evening? Welcome to the uh, apocalypse, apparently. Guys, have you guys heard about this hurricane called Hurricane Ian? <laughs> Good Lord, guys. How's everybody doing this evening? I've been watching it today just because I used to live down in that area in uh, Florida. And all of this crazy, crazy stuff is going on with this hurricane. It's absolutely Nuts, guys. I've been trying to find you some uh, stuff I could show you on the old YouTubes of the hurricane. But as I look, every single thing here is like major news networks. And you would think that uh, you would think that on YouTube, there would be at least one post from, well, you, quite frankly. Uh, but it's all major news sources and major media and well, I guess we're going to try to fair use some of their videos tonight and see if we get kicked off of YouTube. It should be fair use, but you know how they do over here. Anytime we uh, start posting video, it seems to be problematic. How is everybody? It's uh, Wednesday, guys. Let's see who's in here. Ghost, good to see you. Lord Jeremy, good to see you, brother. Man, Hankowitz in the show this evening. Good to see you again. Mile High Ronin. Lego, my ego. Guys, what's happening? John is in here as well. Good to see you. JR, guys, how are you doing? I had a stream last night with Good Mother. It went uh, very well, I believe. Was that last night or was it the night before? Yeah, last night, Tuesday night. It was fantastic. Had a lot of fun. Sigma Speaks, what's going on, brother? Zachary. Zach Taylor, excuse me, I almost hit you with the Zachary. I apologize. How's it going, man? Um, it's fantastic over here. Been big chilling. Uh, had CGA showed up yesterday on the call-in show that I was doing. That was highly unexpected, but uh, very, very cool. Ghost says, can you read? Yes, I can actually. Give me a second and I'll pull that up and get Lego taken care of while we're here, boys. 
Anybody watch any footage of the hurricane? Are any of you guys in the Florida area that was affected or close enough to feel the weather, so to speak? Any of you guys close enough to the storm? I'm curious to know if you are and what happened and uh, how'd it go. Uh, Lego says, I live in the state of Georgia. I think some of yeah, people in Florida. Yeah, uh, Georgia should get a good bit of rain, I would, I would think. Um, normally when we have a hurricane hit through Florida, we get some rain in Alabama and we get some rain in some of the other areas. So I expect some, uh, some level of rain and issue going on. Hold on one second, boys. I'm getting Lego added in here. Give me just a second. Almost done, boys. Let's see where the old Chatterooski is. There you are. Almost done, guys, and there we go. That's better. So, yeah, um, I wanted to show you guys some footage of it, but I don't know if we'll get to tonight or not. We're going to try to, but YouTube may boot us off because it's all the major news networks. Apparently, there's no more us in YouTube at all. Sacred Why, good to see you. Brother John, hope you are doing well, staying safe in the days of decline. Yes, sir, I am uh, posted up here in my spot. And I am strapped up like a GoPro, so provided there's no uh, weather issues here, I should be just fine, uh, I would think. Uh, I didn't feel like getting the green screen back out tonight, boys, so just chilling in the lovely apartment. I've got the lights facing away from me, but they're so bright that uh, it still makes me look like a pale ghost in here. I'll see if I can make an adjustment to that in just a moment. In the meantime, let's just take a gander at this here. Let me see if I can find the one I wanted to show you from earlier. A little bit of storm footage. I'm sure you guys have probably seen the old weather storms lately. A lot of craziness going on. I think this one was good, potentially. Well, at least this isn't an actual, uh, you know, individual. Hold on, boys. Let me bring you in here. There you go. Let's take a look at this. Some of the old storm footage while I get my camera adjusted. In some places in Key West, it's hard to tell where the road ends and the ocean begins. As Hurricane Ian approaches Florida, wait. Ghost, would you believe that I have posters already made? I think there's a poster or two at one of the two stores. I think I have three stores. I have a Streamlab store, and then I have a, what's whatever the other one is called, store. And then I've got a, um, yeah, there's Streamlabs. And then there's, why did the camera fix itself? What the fuck is going on here? Anyways, uh, yeah, I think there's a poster or two at one of the two of those stores. So um, check that out. I'll check it out as well and see if I can find it in the meantime. This is very strange that this took care of itself. Anyways, camera appears to be back to the way it was supposed to be. Um, that is too freaky. If I turn this off, does it go back to normal? Anyways, guys, sorry. Here's the video footage. Waves roll into the southernmost city Tuesday and Wednesday, and winds are strong, with gusts as power outages were also reported, with the crew continuing repairs at sunrise. Ian Wednesday morning turned into a dangerous Cat 4 storm, and Keys remains under a tropical storm warning. 
Hurricane Ian is strengthened through the Florida Keys beginning September 27, sending storm surges and tropical storms and even a few gusts of hurricane force into Key West. Mm. In the Good lower Lord. Keys and parts of the Middle Keys, residents were awakened by flooded roads and debris. More than 6,400 Keys Energy subscribers went out on the morning of September 28. Continued strong winds and additional flooding are expected during the afternoon high tide on September 28, hampering some power recovery efforts. In the Middle Keys, southerly driven waters found many seaside dwellings dealing with water as high as three feet below their homes on Tuesday night. Flooding is even more severe in Key West. With the worst storm surge on the bay side of the lower and middle keys expected around the paper's printing deadline on Shadrock says it's the Russians. <laughs> you think it is, man? It's got to be somebody. Somebody's responsible for this, guys. And I need to blame someone. You know, I'm reaching deep into my feminine side. I've got to blame someone else. It can't possibly be me in any way whatsoever let's see who else is in here lord jeremy yes watching it anybody down there your sister's down there how's she uh have you heard from her uh lord jeremy what does she say that it's uh i'm sure it's not good i mean i would imagine it's pretty rough let's see 66 is in here good to see you brother man you guys are fantastic shadrock my man I saw you over on uh coach greg's show when he was talking about coming over on my show and uh, you were saying you saw him on the other two. I guess he went on another show as well. But, um, man, good to see you again, brother. Good to see you. We're just chilling tonight, guys. We're kicking it. We don't have much of an agenda. I've got several videos I can show you of girls that say and they regret the divorce and why people quit dating them and all of these other things that I can show you. We'll probably do some of the hurricane stuff, too, just because um, it is uh, topical right now in the news and everything. TV, man. My best friend is in the center of this crap in Florida. Damn, dude. I wonder what's going on down there. I've got a bunch of friends, but they're all in Fort Lauderdale and Miami down there. So uh, are we doing hurricane porn? We might, man. We might. Did Hamster do hurricane porn and I missed it? He's normally an airplane guy. He usually likes the long cylindrical tubes, airplanes, that is, uh, on his uh, videos. It's the Russians. That still gets me, man. Camera has become... Satya Legion is online. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that was weird. Like for a minute there, it was all my white balance was blown out. And again, I haven't moved the lights or adjusted anything. I mean, they are super bright, so I've got them turned around. But uh, a minute ago, I looked like a ghost. And now I look the way I set it up to look. So who knows what's going on? Yeah, Shadrock, I blame that guy too. It's the man's fault, probably. It's a lot of that going on right now. Man, everybody's mad at the white man. I don't even know what I did. I hadn't even left the house. How the fuck could I be responsible? Anyways, people who live in Florida, these hurricanes, yeah, man, they hit. Um, I grew up down there. Uh, I left right before Andrew hit, and then I was right back down there visiting after Andrew hit, and uh, the whole area that we lived in was, uh, was not good, but my dad had moved uh, to Fort Lauderdale at that point from the Kendall area. And the mall, the falls out in Kendall, Florida, was absolutely, um, well, it's pretty much flattened at that point, to be honest with you. Disaster porn is hamster's thing. Oh, man. Well, I can't blame the guy. It's, it's a good format. We'll take a look at some of them. We'll take a look at some of these 304 videos as well. What is everybody else doing? Eric Zombro, good to see you, brother. Good to see you, man. Always nice to see you in here. Death by selfie in a hurricane. I would imagine that's happened, guys. 
I'm going to have to Google that in a minute. I'm sure someone at some point has got the old death by hurricane. Johnny Bidnight, welcome to the show, brother. Good to see you again as well. Let's see if I can find anything here. For some reason, this has stopped. There we go. Let's see. All right, Firefox is acting a fool for some reason. I'll see if I can pull it up on Google. Here's the rest of this footage in the meantime. Wednesday afternoon. Greg Barroso, Key West's head of emergency management, told local officials during a coordination call on September 28th that crews were tackling everything from a major structural fire on Flagler Avenue to roads blocked by floodwaters and fallen trees. Our judgment is poor, said Barroso. We experience and visualize damage like Wilma. We must have had lots of fallen trees all over Key West. Hell yeah. Downed power lines and low-hanging power lines. Our manhole covers and our drains have blown off, so standing water is a problem for contaminated water. Barroso asked County Emergency. Yeah, I guess that'd be a fun way to get around. I mean, obviously everything's gone to, to shit over there and that would be concerning, but it would be fun to kind of kayak or boat through the street like a little John boat or something like that. Uh, where is this stuff? I've almost found it for you here, Ghost. I'll see if I can get it. It's on one of these multiple stores that I've got set up, which is I got to close a few of them. I've got too many things going on right now uh, as far as... <laughs> that's not me what the hell is this um what is this hold on boys something interesting i'll open that over here hopefully you guys can't see that screen because that can't be that can't be anything oh i was wrong that's not good anywho here you go boys here's the next one I'm searching for your posters right now as we speak, Ghost. I know I've got them. I just got to find out where they are, quite frankly. But in the meantime, let's see if none of these news broadcast people report us. We should be good to go. Here you go, guys. Fair use. Fair use. Florida, September 28, 2022. In Florida, Hurricane Ian makes landfall with Category 4 force. Damn. Good Lord, what is going on? As Bandit, what's up, brother? Storms in recent history. Hurricane Ian slammed into Florida's Gulf Coast on Wednesday, wreaking havoc on the state with howling winds. Man, can you imagine the millions of dollars worth of damage that's being done right now in that area? It's got to be ridiculous. Saving Nation, what's going on, brother? How are you? We're having a very, very chill evening tonight. Big chilling. Guys, if you missed it, did a uh, call-in show yesterday, daytime. It was awesome. Mouth agape, ape, sacred, why? A uh, bunch of other gentlemen called in. Iridium Kush called in. Who else did I speak to? Another guy whose name escapes me right now. CGA called in also. Um, so really, really cool to get to speak to all of those people. I went on Good Mother's show last night for a couple of hours, about an hour, two hours, two and a half hours. It was fantastic. Um, getting to talk to her for the first first 
real time we've actually sat down in Florida, man, I bet they did have sharks and all kinds of fish swimming by, man. I remember uh, some of the flooding we had when I lived down there, and it was not uncommon to see fish uh, swimming in the street. I never saw a shark, but we did see a couple tarpon and a couple of snook, like actually in the area where we used to walk to school. So that was a... Uh, that was pretty easy, pretty simple. Um, let's see. Gone with John. Every stream with you is chill. I like your smooth. Yeah, my, my voice is like smooth jazz. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that, gentlemen. It's what I'm here for. Mouth the Gape 8, good to see you, sir. How the hell are you, buddy? We're big chilling this evening. Doing a little bit of a hurricane porn, a little bit of big chilling out. Nothing major going on. Anybody want to jump on and just fucking chit chat? Here, here's a link. If you feel like calling in, call in. If you don't, that's okay too. We're big chilling tonight, guys. Heavy rain and a dangerous surge of ocean surf. Hmm. Anybody in Florida? I guess if you weren't, you wouldn't have power or internet if you were in the uh, affected area. Ah, good point. Lord Jeremy. Yeah, man. Twister was um, that was such a classic movie at the time Twister came out, man. It was so good. But I went back and tried to rewatch it recently. And like when you go back and you rewatch it, it's kind of. Well, I guess it was just a simpler time back then because it's kind of. Uh, it's kind of silly now, like you go back and you watch it in retrospect and they're like, yeah, man, fucking extreme and the music and just ah uh, yeah it was really yeah rocky like a hurricane i mean it was um very very old old times there guys i guess is what it was but it's hard to go back and watch it now like uh you know having Ian, a category four grown up a little sustained winds of up to 150 Not as cool miles as it used per to hour, be 241 kilometers per hour made landfall on cayo costa a barrier island about west of Fort Myers at 3.05 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Let's see, Sacred, why, where are you, buddy? Yo, what's going on, buddy? Not much, brother. How's it going? Man, another beautiful day above ground, sir. Beautiful yeah, day every day above day is a good day. That's right. Uh, man. Above We're, dirt. Above Holy cow, dirt. I can't speak today. That's all right. Where are you located at? Uh, I'm up in Wisconsin. Oh, okay, cool. So you're not getting any of this kind of weather. Is it cold there yet? Yeah, it's kind of dropping. It's, you know, the leaves are changing color, so it's nice. Um, oh, yeah. That's it's early bow season, so. You going to do any hunting? Oh, yeah, I'm going to try to. Maybe do some uh, turkey hunting with my new crossbow. Oh, nice, man. What's the uh, draw on that? Um, I don't know, but it's about four, 405 feet per second. Oh, okay. So it's substantial then. That's good. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. That's fantastic. Have you ever got a turkey with a bow? That seems no, like this might... is one. I, I usually use a shotgun, but I wanted yeah. to try a try a crossbow that would be cool yeah i think my cousin's done it a couple of times with a uh compound bow i know bird shots the way to go on turkey but it's not a it's not unfeasible uh, unfeasible you could get it with an arrow 
Yeah, man. Um, but I got kind of like a little story for you. So, hey, lay it on me, dude. We're chilling tonight. I kind of met like a a unicorn, but I immediately was able to like crack like the matrix like immediately. Like I saw her angle and I saw through the mask and it it was unbelievable. So this doesn't sound good at all. Are you under the spell at this point or are you still like aware no, I'm, of what's going I'm on? I'm wise. Like it's 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 funny. It's like eighteen year old virgin. Please. Like good relation good relationship with her dad. Um both her and me have a good relationship with her dad. And uh Oh boy! Like all my MGTOW monk training, like comes comes into comes into effect. So how, how old are you right now? Twenty six. Okay, so you got a couple of years on you. That's not too bad. I mean, eighteen years old. I mean, that's um. I mean, I hear angel trumpets playing for sure. I mean, I understand. Your I know. Process, but... It's like she's all that and a bag of chips. Oh, brother! You know it's going to be a bad idea. I mean. I know. So, like, it, it's like I plan on like going the opposite direction. That's good. How long have you known this girl? But I feel like you know everybody's gonna like shame me for it. No, like, brother. Look, I mean, we might bust your balls, but it's from a place of love. Not you know, we've all been there. Well, yeah. So, but it's it's hilarious because like she just got like a pit bull, and of course, like all. Animals love me, so it was really weird how her dog really liked me. So, it yeah, sounds, it, it, it was like, like you are really uh, a little smitten with this chick, dude. Dude, not, it's I'm like I see her angle, though. Like I, I see what she's doing. She's using the dog, like she's using man's best friend against you, like, like. I, I see through the facade, man. All right, let's let's get to uh, let's get to the brass tacks. Where'd you meet this girl? How many days have you known her? Well, it's a long story. I don't I don't really want to get into that. And, like, take up okay. all your show. No, that's okay. But, but, well, let, let me ask you this. It, it's it's just like um, you know, you're you're gonna get tested, brothers. Like you're you like the Matrix is gonna throw a curveball at you sometimes, and you gotta, yeah. you gotta make sure you can duck, dive, and dodge and weave. You know what I'm saying? And you're still, you know, at 26 years old, man. I mean, your testosterone level's still at the roof. I mean, you're still, oh, yeah. You know, you you just you gotta protect that seed at all costs because it's so weaponized against you. Well, like just... I, I'm in prime position to like make a good, steady life for myself, you know, outside of the army, and I'm just, ooh, they they'll throw a curveball at you, man. You just gotta duck, dodge, and weave. Duck, dodge, and weave. Do you have any idea? The gentleman in the chat is actually being very cool with you, very friendly and all, but a lot of uh, I see a lot of don't do it, a lot of. Uh, you know, the, the regular stuff you would expect to see, um, red flags. Polska says the girl in the red dress, which I think is an homage to the song Liar in a Red Dress. Uh, Saving Nation says, oh, shit. 
So, yeah, man, I mean, you got to be careful. Do you interact with this girl on a daily? I mean, do you run into her throughout your regular daily I'd life? Say, I'd say once a month. Oh, okay. So that's not too bad. That's not too bad. So have you, um, I mean, would you, you know, obviously we're just talking here, but theoretically, would you smash it? Uh, I, it's that's it's just yes. not worth it nowadays. That's, yes. that's the thing. I know, but that's a yes, you would. That's I look, I'm not blaming you, dude. I'm not blaming you. I just got I'm trying to feel it out and see where you're at. So at least you're aware. I mean, you gotta think there's a lot of other gentlemen that don't have this knowledge right now who would be like, Yeah, I would definitely do that, and they wouldn't know any better whatsoever. So I mean, at least you have the knowledge. But see, that's why so I've all my best friends have got baby trapped and like I'm already pretty red pilled to that shit. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I make sure, you know, to wrap my equipment up, you know, my boys ain't marching, you know. There's nothing make sure I always say if if you you're going to if you know you're you you have a moment of weakness, you know, they test they test your shit, you know. You gotta make sure you're prepared. Like, make sure you just be be smart about it. Wrap wrap your shit, cause like I said, it, it they'll throw curveballs at you. So my my yeah. plan my plan is kind of like working out to where I'm 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 moving in the opposite direction. That's so. good, man. I mean, at least, like I said, at least you're aware of it and you know what's going on. I mean, she's 18, so she probably isn't as aware as a slightly older girl, but I mean... Look, well, man, it, here's it, the it, thing, too. Like, she she's homeschooled and, like, they're, like, super religious. And it's just, like, you hit the trifecta and yeah. you just... You got, you got to duck, dodge, and weave, you know? Man, a lot of times those super religious girls that have been sheltered, uh, when they finally get a chance to uh, let their their uh, wild side out they get a little nuts you know what i mean you know in the in the words of the wise undead chronic you know you gotta do the hymen check yeah yeah no hymen no diamond i like to say no diamond regardless at this point man after two marriages I, I, yeah i just couldn't even or, do it again man. or even like you know if you do hit the trifecta and like, don't get a marriage license. You know, if they if they pursue the marriage license, you know they're they're only after the contract. Like, mm -hmm. like if you see a homeschooled, you know, virgin, like, you know, you get you gotta make sure you see about eight, eight to nine chess moves down the road. So you gotta just be prepared for what's That's out a there. Hard one. Yeah, that's a that's a hard one, man. Is being able to see all those moves. Jr., what's going on, brother? Good to see you. Did I miss something you said? I'm sorry. Uh, hang on one second. Sacred Y. I apologize. Let me go back. Jr., what did I miss? Smash and dash. I'm trying to make sure I'm not missing anybody. Blue God, good to see you. Welcome to the show. I'm trying to welcome everybody in. Sam, in. Good to see you again, brother. I think we got everybody here. I apologize, buddy. Oh, uh, yeah, Polska says that uh, Girl in the Red Dress was from Matrix. That's my bad, Polska. Um, I'm a little slow sometimes. 
Look here, Mouth of Gate Babe says, I admire this young blood sticking to his guns. That's the hard part, man. It'd be hard to say no to some 18-year-old uh, peace leave. I mean, young quite, blood quite and, frankly. And pure blood, too. No jab. So No jab, yeah. Got, got that uh, pure blood going. That's good, man. That's good. I can't even barely even talk about the shit here on YouTube, but I, uh, you, I think you know my stance is the same. Uh, try to try to remain as natural as possible. Yep. To the caller, you will know her angle when she breaks the knife off in your rib cage. Yeah, man. I think he's in. I think Sacred Wise on good stance. I think he knows what's going on. What are your plans now, man? So you're out of the military, right? Um. Yeah, I'm getting. Yeah, I'm getting out. And, uh, so, what I what I would like to do is just kind of like, you know, do the Ghost Nation kind of lifestyle and just like do like a shop trailer, just kind of like travel around, maybe do call-ins now and then and just, you know, Lilo, enjoy the MGTOW life. Man, that's a lot of fun. I got a friend that just opened a, uh, a business doing window cleaning and we've been, uh, trying to set up and get more work doing that kind of stuff. But we went and did the windows at a house, a little uh, one level house in a gated community that just the other day, I mean, a lot of fun, just working with your hands is satisfying at the end of the day when you feel like you've actually done something and accomplished something. It was warm. So we got to sweat a little bit. Um, I have a lot of friends that do like, um, you know, they've got a trailer. One guy's got an enclosed trailer and he does handyman work. And he literally drives around hanging new ceiling fans for little old ladies like all day long. And he'll make like $200, $175 per ceiling fan. And some of them are doing six of them at the house in one day. So, I mean, he's, he's making stupid money literally hanging a ceiling fan where there's already a light fixture, already a socket, and um, – it's, it's quick, easy work, and he's making a ton of money. Yeah, Do man, you... like, that's the thing. Like, you have to – the biggest struggle for me when, when, when accepting leaving the infantry is not, not just finding work. I knew because I worked really hard to get a good resume going, and so – it's it's like finding work with with meeting you know you you, you want to be valued for for the skills you have and it, that's very tough in this gynocentric society yep yeah, so it, it, it kind of came to an acceptance point of like hey you know it's like the way it's going make yourself as small as possible uh just get some work to like get by you know and yep. just just let let them bring on their own destruction like you you don't have to carry that that burden of society all the time you you, no. you can't fend for yourself brothers you really can't that's the truth my man and the more you stay busy as a young man as you are you know the more you spend time working or developing yourself whether it's through trying to you know better monetize yourself or through working out or something along those lines the more you do those kind of things 
the more it will keep your brain um, engaged so you don't have time to think about these types of things. And obviously, I mean, it's a tough situation. I mean, if I had access to an 18-year-old, I would definitely be thinking about it. But, um, you know, obviously me being an older man, those days are, you know, would be very slim. It'd be hard for me to pass that up. But you're a young guy. You've got a long time ahead of you. And I'll be honest with you, man, something I wish someone had told me when I was 26 is, your life as a man really isn't even going to get started until you're like 40. I mean, you'll have a good time. You'll have a lot of things going on and you'll have a lot of fun, but your earning potential as you get older will continue to grow. And as your earning potential grows as a man, you will find that your hobbies become easier to do and more comfortable. So you'll be able to get that next crossbow that you want maybe the next leveled up crossbow. Maybe you'll be able to travel to somewhere and hunt something, um, you know, with your bow that you haven't ever been able to hunt for before in your local area. You know, you'll have more options available, not in terms of women, but in terms of the things you can do, you know, within your life. Yeah, for sure, man. It's, um, it's pretty freeing to, um, recognize that there's actually a world of opportunity out there but you know these young these young brudas out here they're they're so sheltered from the world and like they're they're given the blindfolds so yeah. like they go through life without ever seeing the you know the grass is greener on the other side for men because yeah. it's it's what you make of it yeah it really is man and another thing you know to just to kind of add on to that is um because they live such a sheltered life they never build up a thick skin and this is something that men do from years of different successes and failures and you know being beaten around a little bit so to speak by life after a while you you develop this ability to adapt to things whereas most uh women don't. They get sheltered or they get coddled or they get protected by dad or the man or whoever the case is. And because of that, I think they they rarely ever learn to adapt to the curveballs that life throws all of us, which is unfortunate for women. Yeah, man, it's but you, you got to remember, you got to take, you know, you got to take the small wins, too. And the small, the small blessings that you get from from being a MGTOW monk, um, it's you 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 see things. You, you're able to see those chess moves um, a lot more clear because you've you've already had that harsh red pill experience that's going to define you know your morals ethics values and principles which is exactly what people are going through down south right now through mm -hmm. the hurricanes you know there's there's you know people down there who are dealing with survival and yeah they're like women are gonna put on that damsel in distress and like they will see you drown and stand on your shoulders, you know, while you drown. 
so they can save themselves. You you have oh, yeah. to. You you really have to think about. You know, it, it it's not being selfish. It's you you. We grew up in this world, already gynocentric. You know that's male disposability for female welfare. You gotta. So you just gotta continuously think about eight, nine chest moves down, you know, protect your seat and, you know, you'll be all right. What, um, let me ask you this, man, just to get you thinking about it more than anything. You don't even have to answer if you don't want, it's hypothetical, but what do you want to be doing five years from now? If you could, if you had a five-year plan, where would you see yourself five years from now in terms of what you're doing for a living to earn money? I think I'd be out in the desert in a little trailer and just kind of continue being a MGTOW monk. You know, that when once you achieve a certain level of, you know, equilibrium, a little bit of peace, you know, it, it's hard to let that go, you know, like it's, it's attainable. It really is, you know, but it, it does come with a bit of a cost of being alone, but that solace, that just idea of just being left the fuck alone is, mm -hmm. is, is you can't put a price on that. Man, years ago, I, um, Years and years ago, after my first divorce, before I even got married the second time, I went through a period of loneliness and a stage there where and I thought that loneliness was the worst possible thing imaginable. And, we you know, when I met another woman and got married and everything, it wasn't until I'd say in the last year or so that I decided that there are absolutely worse things than being alone. And for me, you know, that was the second divorce, the financials that went along with that and um, having my children taken away from me or not getting to be a part of their life like I had been previously. For me, that was much worse than than the being alone. But I like the idea of the trailer, man. Um, you know, I my goal is to within five years from now, uh, get myself a little like Sprinter Mercedes van or something like that, finish it out and uh, travel throughout the southeast van life for a little bit just to get away because uh, I enjoy the traveling and, and I enjoy seeing things. Um, and all of this, I mean, I don't know. I'm, having roots, I guess, isn't my biggest, um, it doesn't give me a sense of accomplishment so much as being by, by myself and being able to go and see and do things. I would have to stay in the Southeast so I could still be close enough to see my three kids that are here when I get a chance to, uh, when I can and the ex-wife and I can get it worked out. But, um, man, I think that's a good, uh, I would think that's a good experience for you, for someone your age, you know, to want to get out and see things and do things. And, um, you know, there are a lot of traps. Marriage is one of them. School and school loans is one of them. You know, uh, I would say that buying a house can be a very big trap because of not just interest rates, but there's always 
something that goes along with buying a house, all the houses I've had before, you know, something is always breaking, something always needs work. And when you have that house and you're paying, whether it's 1500 or 2500 a month or whatever, just in the mortgage, and then you've got the power bills and everything else, you almost feel like you don't want to go out and spend a week in the desert or in the mountains or because you're like, well, I'm wasting that week's worth of that mortgage payment, which technically you're not, it's going to, to somewhere. But with the way the housing market has been, I see that as a huge trap right now that a lot of men will fall into if they're not careful. Um, because it is uh, another one of those things that you, you feel like can be an investment. And there was a time in this country when it was, but it, it looks shaky right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. And um, a big thing I want the, the brothers out there to remember is that, you know, don't be ashamed of being a man and, you know, accepting your bio biological lineage as men. Like Mother Nature does provide you. You go out and conquer that shit, like hunt your food. Like the si you don't need the system. The system needs you. And, um, like you're like don't 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 be outright rebellious because that's what they want yeah. just you know stick to yourself you know be wise um and and don't be af don't be afraid to to get out there and kind of conquer mother nature yeah. um because the times hard times are coming so you know master those hard skills um establish that peace of mind um so yeah it's 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 pretty awesome I'd, I'd say i'm pretty blessed to um to see all all my MGTOW training come to flourishing in one day and just to be able to see through the trifecta you know of the matrix and just be able to duck dodge and weave you know to you you, you got to really starve the system yeah and it's hard you at know. your age because I, I know you want to slam that 18 year old girl I, I don't i don't blame you a bit but man just you, you got to really uh keep that in mind and understand how the how south that can go sometimes you know what i mean oh yeah and especially with like everybody all the women in my family are like quite double divorce quadruple divorce like it's just hmm. it's it's a mess of just dialectic cycles of gynocentrism and then just but being able to achieve this knowledge um six years ago you know has been a real blessing to like really be free of that yep. and to see that you have options you can escape like yeah. you don't have to stay shackled and chained to the gynocentrism because you got like honestly if you really want to get down to the brass tacks look at the capital and look who's on top you know it ain't it ain't a dude it's it, it's a bitch so oh yeah, oh, yeah. like like you, you you see who their god is like you you see what they worship it, they're like a black hole in space just trying to consume you like we don't have to stay here on this planet neither we can go wherever the fuck we want because we're men 
you know, like, yep. and, and you achieve that, that knowledge with practicing your MGTOW morals, ethics, values, and principles. So I just want the brothers to remember, remember that. And especially if you find yourself in a situation like they are down South, you know, you're, you're going to be tested every once in a while. You're going to get curveballs, and you, you got to stay strong, you know, as a MGTOW man. So that's the truth. Well, sacred wise, been nice talking with you, young brother. I will talk to you again in one of these streams coming up. I'm going to start doing a lot more of these call-in shows and touching base with some of you guys and finding out where you are in your life and what you're up to. And but second night in a row, second day in a row. Appreciate you calling in, man. It's nice to speak with you. Yeah, thank you for having me on, brother. My pleasure, man. Stay cool out there and uh, be careful for God's sakes if you do mess with that chick. Yep. You're the why of everything, man. Protect that seed. Yes, sir. We'll see you, brother. See ya. Brother Hermit. What's up, John? How you doing, man? I'm I just fantastic. got I just got home from the gym and I turned on YouTube for a minute and seen what was going on and I seen you're streaming and you're doing call in. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, man, man, I see you all over YouTube. You've been pumping out some comment late, uh, content lately, man. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm on my fourth channel. Uh, I keep pissing Susan off. So, yeah, first channel, I showed my face. I got up to 500 subs. This was like a year and a half, two years ago. Yeah. And then I got that within like a month or two. And then fucking channel got deleted and then fucking channel got deleted and then channel got deleted and my last channel i got to like 700 subs and then you know i was trolling the lgbt rainbow mafia during pride month and that got my channel deleted so yeah they're not a fan of that hermit no they're you like they're, they're sacred cow you can't like touch them or they get pissed and yeah you, you do go pretty hard in the paint though man every time i see your one of your thumbnails i'm like oh shit <laughs> oh shit yeah, that's probably another reason I don't hold back. My thumbnails, I always try to make as funny as I can. That's why, like, they're a little out there sometimes. Man, nothing wrong with that, man. I enjoy them. They're a lot of fun. You ever thought of making yourself a channel that's um, not tied into or not? Like, I have four other channels that aren't. I don't link them here on my channel. I don't, you know, I want them to try to grow organically and slowly on their own, but they're not. MGTOW or red pill content related at all. They're just little things I'm interested in. But have you ever thought about like doing a workout channel? Yeah, or I actually, uh, so I don't know if you know, but uh, during the summer, I bought an acre on the big island of Hawaii, mm -hmm. about 20 minutes away from Volcanoes National Park. So I plan on going there, living off the grid, living in a tiny house. And I want to get another tiny house, like a dome. Like, have you ever seen those geodesic dome houses? Yes, I have. You can get a 20-foot dome house for like $10,000, which is not a lot of money. And they do really good on Airbnb. So I want to yeah. do that. But I want to start a YouTube channel when I get over there, and it's going to be fitness and off-grid living. Man, in Hawaii, too, that would be so dope. Yeah. I mean, you would definitely have the, uh, you know, the space for it, for sure. Yep. Could you imagine a video of me working out at Volcanoes National Park?
It would be pretty awesome. Not to mention the tiny house stuff, man, always gets lots of views. And I'm assuming you're going to uh, build it out on your own. Is that right? I'm still looking at my options. I was thinking about doing a bus conversion or a dome for me. I'm, I'm, there's like three or four different options I'm looking at and I'm trying to make up my mind. So the dome is a prefab kit, isn't it? Yeah. You, you get them from Pacific domes. I believe they're in Oregon and uh, you can get a 20 foot dome for $10,000. So that's not bad at all. And then you got to build the deck to put it on. So I was going to get one of those to rent out and then possibly another one of those to live in unless I can find like a, a bus conversion that's like already done for a decent price. I might get that. So Yeah. And uh, that guy at Pacific Domes, he's been doing that since the 70s or Woodstock, hadn't he? Isn't, he the, guy, isn't he the guy that started the dome project back then? I think he is, but I don't know how long they've been doing it for. There's one, I think, that's out of Oregon, and it seems like he um, he's written several books about dome houses and several, but he, he's been doing it a lot. I've seen a few of his, his videos on YouTube, but his company still builds them. Yeah, Man, if, that, it's out of, if it's out of Oregon, it's probably Pacific Domes, because I think that's the only one in Oregon, so... Yeah, it's a wood structure, wooden frame structure, the ones that he was building. Well, the, the ones that I'm looking at, it's metal. Oh, okay. Okay. So I don't know if they changed it or upgraded, but yeah, the, the whole skeletal st structure is metal. And then you put the, the dome on it on top of the, the deck, and then you bolt it down to the deck. And, you know, in Hawaii, where I'm going to be living at, it's going to be like 75 degrees all year round. So I don't have to worry about keeping a, you know, it's always going to be warm. I'm never going to get cold. One sec, Herman. I apologize. No worries here. Almost done. But, but yeah, what, what made me want to do that is you got to figure out what you want to do with your life. So I found the red pill. I got red pilled at about 27. Around the same time, I got my condo paid off. And I'm like, all right, well, my condo's paid off. I'm fucking 27. I'm saving a ton of money. I could potentially use this money to do something cool. And I'm like, do I really want to live and die in uh, Michigan where I'm at? I'm not in a bad neighborhood or nothing. I, I did grow up in Detroit, Michigan in a bad neighborhood. But, um, yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, now now I'm in like the, the suburbs, so it's all cool and stuff. But I don't want to live. I want to do something unique. I don't want to be like everybody else. So I started looking in. I found the tiny house movement and off-grid living. And I'm like, all right, if I get one of these, it's cheap. I could potentially live anywhere I want in the world. And my friend at work was like, I'm going to Hawaii for vacation. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Um, let me look into all the islands because, you know, uh, there's multiple islands. And I'm like, well, fuck, I can't afford that one. I can't afford that one. I can't afford that one. And then when I got to the big island, I, I was like, wow, I can afford that because um, I'm kind of in a an active, like my property is a lava zone three. So mm -hmm. it goes from lava zone one all the way to nine. Uh, nine is the safest. One is the worst. And from what I've read and people told me three is okay. And I'm kind of like in the mountains, so. Wouldn't it be, um, it would be a lot of money to move, I guess, all of your possessions out there. Is that right? Yeah, I'm going to sell most of my stuff. I'm going to bring my clothes 
my uh, animals. I have two cats. And um, I'm going to buy a truck when I get over there. And, yeah, I'm going to sell most of my belongings. I would think so. Are you planning on doing solar? Yep, solar, water catchment. Most of the islands actually on water catchment because they can't do water the, the mm -hmm. traditional way because they can't drill through that lava rock. Mm. Yeah. So like yeah I would in, certain area, so. in certain areas, you'll have regular water, but where I'm going to be at, everybody's using water catchment. Man, that's a, that's probably going to be your best bet out there. I mean, I, I would think they get a decent amount of rain being out there surrounded by oh, ocean I'm, on all I'm, sides. I'm in the rainforest. It, it rains like the winter time is the rainy season. And when we got off the plane, because I went to go buy my land and look at everything and uh, they're like, yeah, it's been raining here for a month. And I'm like, you gotta be joking. And it's like, nope, it was raining for a month. So. That'd still be really cool though, man. I mean, just the area alone. I've got a uh, Eric Zombo and, and bandit waiting, but I'm going to leave them waiting for a couple of minutes. Eric and bandit. I will get to you guys. I would love to speak with both of you. Give me one moment here while I've got uh, Brother Hermit on here. I wanted to show you this, Hermit. Give me a second, and I'll find it. This is a video I found not long ago that I thought was pretty dope, but I figured I'd at least show it to you while I got you here. I'm sure that's copyrighted music, so that's unfortunate. This is a stealth van, so, I mean, on the outside, it looks, you know, like a box truck for the yep. most part. But... uh Epic Stoolies did this one, they, or Schoolies. They do a lot of school buses typically, but they do the school buses in this type of fashion where it's, you know, I would imagine pricey to have one uh, built out at this level. Epic Stoolies, and today I want to show but, you. Um, you know, well, that's the I'm, best thing about tiny houses. You can really make them however you want. You can make a 10 thousand dollar fifteen thousand dollar tiny house or if you have the money you can make one that's a hundred thousand so it's all what you put into it and another reason why i'm a fan of uh, tiny houses especially as migtow as men going your own way you should do everything you can to be free from the system and this just seems like a good way to become free what do you think john man i think that's a good idea look at this hermit look at this comment here Casa Doma USA. Hi, Donnie here. We sell domes on our website. How crazy is that that somebody that sells domes would come through on that particular? What's, uh, what's the name of his website? Yeah, um, I don't. He doesn't have a moderator. So, oh. Casa Doma, uh, put your website link in the chat, and we'll see if it comes through at least long enough for me to see that, so I can copy it and put it up here for Hermit. And I'll look up Casa Doma in the meantime on Google. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out if uh, you sell domes. Let me take a look here. Hmm, there's a Facebook page, but that's something else. Here's something that's very dogging. Let's see if we see it anything in the uh, Casa Doma. Put it in the description if not. Let me look one more thing, Herman. I see one on here that actually does. Let's see, that's dogs. This is dog grooming, unless I spelled that right. I might have, hold on one second, buddy. Uh, not right now, Google, chill out. 
But yeah, at the end of the day, I'm all about being free and I want men to be free. And I think the best way you can be free in this system is get off the grid, grow your own food, hunt for food. Like I'm actually going to be hunting for my own food in a Hawaii. There's wild chickens everywhere. This one YouTube channel I watched called Homestead in Hawaii. He just goes in his backyard with a BB gun and he's got chickens. And then there's wild pigs and goats you can hunt. And then, uh, you know, I'm in a tropical climate so I can grow endless bananas, papaya, avocado, like all kinds of uh, food. So, yeah, I just want to be free from the system and I want to do what I want to do with my life. So, man, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Check this out, brother. Hold on one second. I found them here. Let me uh, share this other screen with us here and we'll just take a quick peek look at this and see what we can think, what we can find. Uh-oh, I don't know if I kicked his own, uh, Eric out or if he uh, exited. Whoops. Hopefully I didn't boot anybody. Uh, let's see. Where is it? Share screen, Chrome tab. Uh, this one. There we go. Look at this, man. Let's make sure I shared it. There you go. All right. So it looks like they've got some pretty cool-looking dome houses on here. That's for sure. Where are they located? Uh, it says made in the USA. I see a contact link. I don't see an address on here. Powered by Weebly, so that could potentially be a free website, it looks like. They got a link to Boxable and some stuff. That's Boxable link. So, yeah, who knows, man? That's not a geodesic dome, though, so I don't know if they... No. No, it's the, not. The geodesic dome probably will be way cheaper than what we've seen up there, but I'll definitely check out the website and see what they got. Can't yeah, hurt. Yeah. Hold on one second. Let me get Eric back in here. Eric, you can join back in, buddy. I might have hit uh, exit on the wrong thing because I was trying to close that stream down. I apologize, Eric, but if you want to call back in, I'll be happy to uh, get you back in here. Here's the link, brother. Sorry about that. Herman, I'm super excited for you, man. So it sounds like you've got a pretty decent plan going. I mean, I've been planning this for about three years and I just been working my ass off, saving money. Like when, when I flew there and actually looked at the land and bought it, it just, it felt so good. And if I can do it, anybody can do it. I'm not special. I, I went to prison when I was 19. I got my record clean and, you know, I got on the right track and I got my life together. I'm not special, guys. For anybody in the chat, you can do what you want to do with your life. Mm. Good point, man. Good point, brother. Hey, I love it. Hermit, thank you so much, man. I'm going to get you back on here again soon and uh, we'll have to do some more of these call-ins. I know I've come on your show once, but we gotta, we'll have to organize something. If you need anything fitness-related, John, let me know. I do uh, personal training part-time, so... I, I know a lot when it comes to fitness. Awesome, brother. Well, uh, keep listening. Bandit said he's got some information about box trucks and stuff, too. I love this content, uh, this chat tonight we're having, guys, because, I mean, I wanted to get into some van life stuff, and I want to go out and travel. And I think that the path that you're on is probably one of the um, the best long-term. I mean, I would imagine you'll save a lot of money over buying a house. Yeah, like people keep telling me Hawaii is so expensive. How are you going to afford that? Well, if I own the land and I'm living in a tiny house, I'm not paying rent. 
I'm using solar, I'm using water catchment, and then it's going to get to the point where I'm growing my own food. What are my bills after that? Car insurance, gas, phone bill. Like I'm not going to have a whole lot of bills. And you know, the way you're talking, man, if you do decide like Boxable is about to become really big because Elon Musk has one and it's hitting the market to where it's a house, they just kind of ship out, they bring it and it all comes together and is, I guess, prefabbed on the inside for the most part. But if you do decide to do some of those, um, not bed and breakfast, what's it called again? Where people Airbnb. can come- Airbnb. Yes. If you did turn something on your property into an Airbnb, man, I would imagine you could make a living off of that. You could probably oh, there, make enough to- a girl, I read an article, this girl, she lives 10 minutes away from me and she has a fancy glamping tent. It's nothing special. It's just a fancy glamping tent with a, a mini fridge and a bed and some lights and like a dresser. And I think there's like a barbecue outside or something. And she makes $28,000 a year off of this glamping tent. And yeah. when you read the article, it makes sense. You're super close to a, a Volcanoes National Park, which is a huge tourist destination. And then mm -hmm. you're on Hawaii. So they get 80% of their income from tourism. So it all makes sense. Because I, I, I was trying to figure out, all right, how am I going to make money on the island they're probably going to be hesitant to give me work because, you know, I'm not from there. I'm a foreigner. I hear locals get the jobs first. And so I'm like, fuck, I got to figure out how I can make money. And then I, I stumbled upon a Airbnb and I'm like, this is perfect. I'll get my tiny house up. I'll get the Airbnb up. And uh, in the article, it said the girl uh, waited like six months. Well, it took six months before people actually started staying in our Airbnb. So I just want to make sure I got enough money to where I can get everything going and chill for a little bit until the Airbnb takes off. And then I want to grow and sell my own food. And I'm also looking into other alternative uh, sources of income. So I want my land to be able to make me money. My advice to you, man, would be for you to make you a separate, a separate YouTube channel that isn't related to Red Pill or MGTOW. It isn't linked at all to your existing channel in case you do get zapped again. And make it about something you're passionate about. Make it about your plans for Hawaii or what you're planning to do and make videos laying it all out or make it about working out or make two different channels. But right now, the biggest land grab in the world is money on the Internet. YouTube monetization. Um, I know a lot of people don't like when I talk about this shit, which is a good time to remind you boys in the chat, listening to the live stream, drop a super chat, two bucks. John's cash app. Yep. Hit the cash app boys, drop a donation. It helps out the cause and what we're working towards. But Hermit for you, man, um, with your level of devotion that I've seen just with what you do on your own channel right now, I mean, there's no reason why you couldn't blow that up and have it, you know, get to a decent enough viewer count. Cause I mean, look, you don't need 10,000 subscribers to make ad revenue from the people that watch your videos. I mean, I would rather have a million views a month and have the same number of subscribers I have now forever because yep. it, that will get you that ad revenue. Now, ultimately, I'd like to reach as many brothers as possible. I'd like to get this message out there to as many people as possible. But on the, on the same hand, 
Um, you and I both know with the content you make and the content I make, we can't just go get a job anywhere. I mean, we're going to oh, get yeah, fired. That's why I'm, I'm hesitant to show my face. Yeah. Like this picture is me, but you notice I got my face cut out for plausible deniability. So yeah. Yeah, man. But yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely been thinking about doing that, John. Um, I'm probably going to do it. I'm just trying to figure out like, do I just do it and dox myself or do I not dox myself? And how, if I don't dox myself, how do I do it and not dox myself? Because I'm the kind of person, I'm kind of like you. I want the channel to have the attention, but I don't want the attention in my real life. You don't. Yeah. I mean, you, you just don't do that. It's, it's look, it's very tempting to come out there and be like, Hey, this is me. And this is what I'm about. And this is, separate yourself from that part of ego. I mean, I still have a certain level of ego to myself in a positive light. But even today, I was talking with a couple of the girls that are down here uh, where I fish at that work in the office. And one of them is you know, a cute girl. But uh, she said, she's like, you're always, you know, you come down here every day. What do you do for a living? And I told her, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm a YouTuber. I'm a, I'm a struggling YouTuber. I'm a small YouTuber. I'm trying to get my bills paid enough to where I can just survive and exist. I mean, I don't, I'm nothing fancy, nothing like that. And she was like, what's your YouTube channel? I said, you know, I, yeah, especially I don't, when I don't you feel make comfortable this, telling anybody. I just tell you them. Make this kind of content, especially when a woman asks, you really don't want to tell her because there's a good chance she's going to get triggered. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've had guys here in the, uh, you know, the, the maintenance guys that I'm cool with. We've talked before. They're cool dudes. Uh, one of them smokes, you know, so he, he's a cool dude, but I didn't even tell them. I said, yeah, I just keep that private, man. I, I don't want to. I've been recognized three times and all three times at first. It was a little unnerving because you never know if the person's going to be like, oh, I fucking hate what you do and you're a yeah. dick. And so I, I would just assume not be recognized. I know there is this channel that I follow called Off Grid Hawaii. I binged watched a shit ton of their videos. If you guys want to get an idea what I'm going to be doing in Hawaii, go watch the YouTube channel Off Grid Hawaii. But anyways, uh, they said, you know, they'll get noticed out in public and people will talk to them. And they, they're kind of like me. They said they want the channel to have the, the attention, but they don't want it in the real world. So that's kind of where I'm at. I don't, I'm an introvert. I like to just do my own thing, hit the gym and uh, be left alone. I'm very happy being alone. So I don't want to like, you know, I'm like at the supermarket and they're like, Oh, that's fucking hermit. And I'm like, no, don't notice me. That's right, man. Well, awesome talking with you, man. I'll catch up with you here soon. I'm going to go ahead and bring in brother bandit and see what he's about this evening. All right. Uh, good being on, John. Take care, man. Thanks, Hermit. Keep doing what you're doing, brother. All right. See you, dude. All right. Peace. What's going, What's on, going John? on? How's it going? Man, it's fantastic. How are you doing this evening? Good. How about yourself? Man, another good day above ground. I'm still here, and if I'm lucky, I'll do it again tomorrow. Yeah, you stole my catchphrase. <laughs> ah, there you go. There you go. So, man, what's been going on? I saw you on uh, Bullet's stream the other night. Is that right? Um, Yeah, I did his like two weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was good. I don't get to watch as many uh, streams as I can, but I, I try to step in and say hey to everybody as much as I possibly can. But uh, it's, it's difficult. I put out so much content throughout the day, and then I try to do at least a couple hours of live streams. And I'm trying to get back to doing daily live streams. And uh, it's nuts, man. Do you make any content? Um, I'm in a catch-22. I'm, I'm like one of the – I don't want to lose my job. And 
my job's kind of woke, so I kind of sure. have to play the line. Well, what uh, what stops you from making content that isn't related to this uh, fuckery here that we call the Manosphere? Well, I mean, luckily I'm in a position where I I, I can help other people, mm-hmm. so I don't want I don't care about the glory too much. Sure. Like I rather just help people and you know whatever I can do to help. So. Like I'm working on stuff in the background that I'm going to present and I'm not taking any credit for. It's just going to be like a class. And then I'm not asking for money. I'm not asking for donations. I'm just asking for people to be open-minded and then ask questions. That's about it. That's fantastic, man. Snake, thank you for the love, man. I appreciate you, buddy. So, okay. (laughs) All right. I don't know if Bandit got booted off or uh, if he just took off, but it's good talking with you, Bandit. Sorry about that. Anyone else, feel free to call in if you want to, guys. If not, I'll put on some more stuff for us here in the background. Let's continue watching this. Uh, where'd it go here? There it is. There we go, guys. Let's finish up our box truck video in the background quietly here while we're going. Hey. It wouldn't be a stream without my phone doing something stupid. So it is what all right. It is. That's all right, brother. I figured it was something along those lines. Yeah. So what, what, uh, what are your long-term goals, man? Where do you see yourself in five years? See, that's a tough one because there's so much in flux right now. I'm kind of working on just keeping the – trying to find some bread, bedrock. And once I find some bedrock, then I can start growing from there. There's just so much flux right now. So yeah. I'm trying to do what I can. Nothing wrong with that at all, brother. Nothing wrong with that at all. So uh, who are some of the content creators you follow, if you don't mind me asking? I'm trying to trying to branch out and see who everyone watches. Bandit? Did I lose you, brother? I think you muted yourself, brother. Sorry about that. That's all right. So, um, yeah, man, who are some of the content creators you enjoy, if you don't mind me asking? I'm I'm technically all over the place. <laughs> it's okay. like anything from music people to to self help to, I mean, you name it. I'm kind of, you know, just finding finding good content, finding good interviews, finding good stuff to talk about trying to stay positive is probably the best thing how old are you if you don't mind me asking 38 38 fantastic man so shit your life's just about to get started man (laughs) yeah you can say that yeah i know it's you know sometimes it's hard to hear that you know when you're a younger cat but by the time you get to 46 you'll know what you'll really know what i'm talking about man it wasn't till i was about probably 43 right after the divorce when I really, for the first time in my life, I felt so at peace with who I was as a person. And it was a very freeing feeling because, um, you know, for a long time, I didn't know who I was and I felt like I was missing something. And it wasn't until I got to slow down a little bit and kind of find myself, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, I was just going to come up to talk to you about the whole car thing because my friend's, 
my friend's dad does the conversions for the vans. So yeah. I figured I can. A lot of the cool ones that I found out, and because my brother's in a band, like mm -hmm. the box truck ones are probably the best. From like, yes, would you, you say stealth wise, or just because they're they're a little bit more roomy? I guess a little bit. It's the best of both worlds. You can do stealth. You can have two stories, so you're not bumping mm -hmm. your head. So you can have your living quarters upstairs, right? And then you can have your downstairs. It gives you. Um, they seem to have more power, more room right. for batteries, more room for storage. And if you're a tall dude, it's probably a lot easier than having to do with like a sprinter van because if you're above six feet, you're going to be bonking your head all the time. So box truck. Yeah, yeah I think I would definitely have to, man, because, um, you know, being 6'4", I, I think uh, – they make a high roofed sprinter van, but I don't mm -hmm. know if it would be tall enough for me to really stretch it out in there, you know? Yeah. I mean, if, if you want to do like a weekend warrior and go up, go camping and stuff, sprinter is probably the best bet. But if you're going to, you're going to actually make it a, you know, what you're going to be living out of, I would say a, a box truck is probably the best. Right. Because a lot of them you can get V8s. You got a plenty, of, you get that whole box you can solar. So that's a huge area, surface area to solar. And then you can put storage on top of that. Most of them have hitches that you can put like some storage in it. So you can you can haul stuff too. You can you can like you can have like a one those um U-Haul things and throw all your stuff in that and then live out of your the box truck. Yeah, so that it gives be... you a lot more options. That was probably what I'll have to do, man, just because I would want to have enough space in there. And, I, you know, sleeping is, would be the big thing for me, man, because I've, I've always had a king size mattress for like the last 30 years, 25 years easily. I don't know that I could. Uh, I could probably deal with having less space right to left, but I definitely couldn't have my feet hanging off of anything inside of the uh, inside of the van. Yeah. And the, the other thing is. I honestly, I would, I would just take like an inventory of stuff that you use every single day. Right. And say, okay, what do I need every single day? And if, if I'm not touching it in a week, I don't need it. And kind of building something around that. So like, okay, I wear these, you know, 20 outfits. I got, you know, jackets. I got, you know, all that kind of stuff. I have a stove. But I, I have to pick between a microwave or a toaster oven and, and just stuff like that. It's it's how versatile I can I use the same real estate to do multiple different functions. And then yeah. the biggest thing is how much cost you're going to throw into it. Because right. you, could, you could easily throw 200K down without even thinking about it. Depend, like if you got a bus, like you could, you could – <laughs> like you've seen these RV ones. I mean they can go for 500000 no joke. Or you can do something on like a, you know, $30,000 budget. It all depends on what you're willing to spend and what you want to get out of it and what you really want to try to do. I know it would cost me a lot to do it the way that I wanted to. That would, you know, I would end up blowing a lot of money because, uh, I mean, I would want something along those lines. If, if I was in a position to do it, I could do it with a cardboard in there to sleep on, but if I was going to do it and be traveling, I'd want to have at least that little bit of space that was all mine, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the 
I'm, like I was saying, the only benefit I, I feel with the box truck is you have that large surface area for solar panels. So you can actually, and I'm kind of hoping in the next five years with um, the, the satellite internet that it's going to get to the point where you can just travel anywhere. Yeah. Because it's getting there. Starlink is getting there, but it's not there yet. Yeah, because I, I open up a lot of options. You could, you can get sailboats. You can, I mean, you can get river boats. You can do a lot of other things. that kind of opens everything up at that point. Yeah, you're not, uh, you're not locked to just land. So, it could. I be lived a, on a boat, uh, my dad's boat, for a little bit when I lived uh, in high school in Fort Lauderdale, senior year. I spent a good six months of that time uh, living in his forty-two uh, foot boat on the back of, you know, the back of our. Uh, area we lived in had the new river behind us that went out to the icw in the ocean and man spending that time on that boat kind of gave me some space uh whereas you know in the house with everyone else i didn't have that that little area of my own so to speak so awesome brother bandit well i'm gonna get on here and talk with mouth of gate bait and keep everybody coming in and out of the chat that wants to uh call in my man but thank you so much for calling in and uh we're gonna do a lot more of these call-in shows man so anytime if you see one and you want to come by and say hey i'd love to hear what you got going on sounds good man have awesome. a good one have a good Let's one buddy. Have it up. hey thanks again man good to talk to you yep same with you see you bud there's that beautiful beard Cheers. Cheers, sir. How you doing tonight? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Man, I can't complain. Nobody gives a shit. I hear you there. So what do you got going on today, man? Oh, I've just had some vacation to use up, so I've been taking four-day weekends for three oh. weeks. So, Man, that's fantastic, dude. They don't let you yeah. sell it back, I guess, huh? Well, they'll buy it back, but I, I earned it. I sure as hell don't want to give it back to him for straight time. I understand that, my man. So um, you work uh, more than 40 hours a week? You think you put in more than 40? Uh, right now, I don't. I used to. Uh, I can work overtime. I can sign up for overtime and work my weekends or work after, before oh, the yeah. shift, my normal shift. I work at the work at the railroad, so. Oh, man, shit. I'm glad you, you called in. I have so many questions for you right this minute. Um, don't say which one. Um I know there's probably things you can't say, but right now I've, I know another guy that works at a railroad and there's a lot going on that I don't think a lot of people know about. Have they With ironed the out? Yeah. Have they ironed all of that out right now or? Uh, no, the, uh, I just talked to a buddy of mine, this electrician and he texted me tonight and said that the electricians ratified their contract. They voted for it. The machinist union, which is what I'm part of, uh, denied it. And, um, the trainmen, the conductors and engineers, they uh, turned it down. So they, the company came back and, and with a counter offer, and I'm supposed to vote on it here probably in the next week or two, and okay. then the train service is supposed to. So it, it'll probably go through. Everybody in the country is so deathly afraid of a strike. They're like, oh, my God, the railroad's going to shut down. I've been yeah. at the railroad for 27 years. I've been through two strikes. The longest one lasted seven hours. Oh, that's not so bad. No, I know that uh, shift. I have a, a few friends that, you know, are in the trucking industry and all of them have kind of said that uh, it's been bad on them lately or worse than they've seen it. I mean, it, was this more, I mean, from what I understand, it wasn't as much about money so much as the hours they were working guys. 
Uh, that was on the train service side, which yeah, I got yeah. to give a shout out to Doug Ed, uh, Douglas Edwards. It sounds like he's got hired at the at my railroad, so he's just waiting that's for fantastic. us to stay. That's fantastic, man. Yeah, that's super duper cool. I wonder, um, is there a lot of travel involved, or do you ride a, a loop? You know, start here. I, I'm a I'm a machinist. I work on locomotives, and now right now I work. Uh, I actually got a, a really good job. I call it my retirement job. I work on, uh, you know, the Kubota side-by-sides, like Kubota oh, yeah. tractors, yes. side-by-sides. Mm -hmm. I take care of those and the forklifts and stuff. Oh, that's fantastic, man. Yeah, yeah I, so I, worked on, I worked on locomotives for 20, uh, 23 years. Uh, no, le uh, less than that, because I, I was a traveling mechanic for almost five years, which means I would go and follow the track gangs if they were laying steel or if they were doing ties and you you you're the mechanic for the gang and usually work with two or three other guys on these big gangs i did that for almost five years and that was a lot of traveling and did you ever ride the tracks any just on the machines that you were working on oh okay okay yeah i've so never been on a train rolling down the rail i've been on machines out in the open air and 110 degrees rolling down the rail <laughs> nothing wrong with that that actually doesn't sound so bad i have a friend of mine that does it he's a gun collector and um he always has the best stories when we hang out because he'll always tell us about the um cows that roam some of the tracks and i asked him nope. about that i said you know why do they do they really need a cow catcher on the front and he said you'd be amazed at how many times in the middle of the night at two in the morning we'll hit a two thousand pound cow and it will it evaporates like liquid yeah, and i just yeah, I, I can't imagine what that's like he said manny he said i know a couple guys that have gotten hurt i guess it's like hitting a a solid object for the most part he said it'll jar you around if you're not you know well and it'll uh a lot of the times it'll it'll hit them so hard and then they'll just kind of explode and just come up and and can hit the windshield they can come up and hit the next motor back which doesn't usually have people on it but yeah i've seen i've seen cow guts splattered over three three meter or uh, three motors and the third motor back is 140 feet from the front one so Golly, man, that's crazy. Yeah, we had a, we had some one time. Uh, we have this big uh, rotary snowplow, and it looks like a giant auger snowplow. It's like a locomotive, and then it's got a twelve foot high blade on the front. It's yeah. about I think it's three quarter or one inch steel plate. The blades are, that's and wild. it only turns it only turns like two hundred RPM, but it's it's several thousand pounds, and they uh, years ago they had a real bad snowstorm uh, somewhere and they took this thing they'll go all over the country and a bunch of cattle had gotten down into the tracks they walked over there was so much snow they walked over the barbed wire fences that's how uh, much snow there so they walked over the fences and they went down into the tracks because it was a depression well they all froze to death and oof. they all got covered with snow and then the the uh snowplow come through there and hit all these frozen cows and was just chunking them out in like family-sized portions just shooting them out onto the, onto the bank you know just grinding up these cows these frozen cows and i guess that was a hell of a mess to clean up yeah i would imagine that's a, a frozen one probably doesn't have as much give to it no and that machine that that snowplow that it has blades that turn you know they'll they, they they're on shafts and they turn back and forth so you can 
see how much of a cut you take, and then it shoots it right out of the top like a, a push behind snowblower. That's crazy, man. But it's it's twenty two feet tall. You know, the the locomotive's like twenty two feet tall. So, is it really yeah, that big? Twenty two. I I I got it. I had to do a three man inspection on one one time that a guy had committed suicide by. Oh shit! I didn't even track. think of that. Yeah, he went. Even... He got he got in a fight with his old lady, and he went and laid down inside the tracks, not across, you know, but he laid down inside the tracks, and, and it Man, rolled over. Of... They rolled over him, and they buried him in Ziploc bags. They, I would guess so, man. Out of all the ways you could go out, uh, I don't think laying under a train would ever be. I don't think that would cross my mind. Well, the ironic thing was, is he he made it. The, the train must, he must have been laying in a little bit of a dip and the train yeah. went over him and the front three traction motors, the front three wheel sets missed him. And you yeah. could see where his body was scraping along the bottom of the fuel tank, yeah. which is 4,400 gallon tank. And you could see the dust coming off of him. And then the, on that particular motor, that number four traction motor has a big strut that hangs down and that's what hit him. I, yeah. I saw the, you know, I saw that the after carnage you know I, I had to do the inspection nobody wanted to crawl under it and i said it's meat you look how many cows we've seen it's not yeah. gonna be any different yeah so. that's crazy talk man hold on one second mouth agape let me say hey to uh rp good to see you again buddy hey uh rp pope brother i just wanted to let you know you missed coach greg adams called in on yesterday's show man i put this the uh clip up on the channel if you want to check it out but uh I always see you in there in the CGA's channel as well. So I figured I'd say that. What's up, Outlaw? Good to see you, brother. I'm sorry, man. I had to get that off my chest. No, no problem. So uh, do you think uh, Douglas Edwards, do you know what area he'll be working in yet, or is he still waiting to find out? Or? Well, they're kind of – since we have this contract negotiation going on, I talked to him today. He call, I called him today to find out the scoop. He was supposed to start in the end of October and, and go to class in Kansas City for like 16 weeks as a conductor. Oh. And then uh, he's going to, when he gets offered the position, he's going to go to uh, southeastern South Dakota, Sioux City. Damn, that's awesome. I guess uh, that's got to be a career opportunity, man. I mean, that's not just one of those jobs where you're like, hey, I'm going to work in this warehouse. That could that could be a long time. Like you've been in it a long time. I've been there 27 and a half years. Yeah. That's, uh, are you one of the gentlemen that got Douglas Edward that job or was that someone else? That was me. Or guy who got his foot in the door. Good for you, man. That's fantastic. I just um, turned him on to it. And then when he had questions, I, I would answer all the questions I could to the best of my ability. But then true. I've been at this game for a long time. So. It um, traveling was really a good growth point for me. Being able to get out and travel and be kind of out of my comfort zone was beneficial to me personally. I would imagine that'll be really good for him. Yeah, and he'll be he'll be uh, going from there. I would imagine Sioux City. You're right on the. Uh, you're pretty close to the Minnesota border and the Iowa border and the Nebraska border. So. Hmm. He probably will be going down to uh, towards Minneapolis, over towards uh, eastern Montana. I would say, uh, maybe down towards Lincoln, Nebraska. He's he lives in St. Louis, so I was talking to him today, and I said, "Well, 
he said he needed to get himself a, a reliable, pretty reliable vehicle. And I said, get yourself a four wheel drive. You're going to need it. If you've never been in a winter, you're going to yeah, need it. Pack his uh, <laughs> mittens. He'll need his mittens for sure. That's uh, that's fantastic, man. Hell yeah. yeah. Have you got yeah. anything else going on? Or are you just enjoying these couple four days off you got coming up or? Yeah, I'm I'm halfway through it. I got I have Thursday Fridays off, so this is just an extra weekend for me. And then next oh, week cool. I do the same thing. So that's awesome, man. You got any plans? You doing any fishing, hunting, anything? No, I went. Uh, I actually went for a walk last night, and uh, I live a couple blocks away from a, uh, the big city park here in town, and they've got a lake there. And I saw a buddy of mine that I work with. And he had his kids with him and he was fishing in this lake and adults can fish, but you can't keep anything. The kids can keep it. Well, sure. he showed me a picture of this largemouth bass he caught and his son's holding it. I'm like, holy crap. And then he goes, check these catfish I caught last week. And there was like 10 pound catfish he was pulling out of this thing. I was like, oh, oh yeah, man, I might have to just walk over there. I'm only two blocks away. You should, man. You should. I'm trying to see. Let me see. Uh, damn, my hat's not in here. Uh, fishangler.com is one of my sponsors from back in the day because I was doing a bunch of fishing, but I'm, I'm, I'm one of their extreme angler people that they send out products and merch to and stuff. Oh, cool. But um, if you have an Android or an iPhone phone, you can download the Fish Angler app. And the cool thing about it is it's, I mean, you don't have to post on it because it's kind of like a social media for fishermen, but you can, it's got a map feature. And if you click the map, it'll use your location and it will show you everywhere around you on Google Maps and have a pinpoint wherever someone's caught a fish. And you can oh, wow. see what and you can see like a picture of their fish, what they caught it on. So if you're ever like, hey, I want to find a, a place to fish real quick, you can pull that app out and chances are someone around you has actually pinned a catch. And I've found found all kinds of great uh, creeks to fish at. I've found lakes that I didn't know they were fishing. But the, the best fishing I typically find is places like that, public parks and stuff where people don't know there's fish in there. And some of them have been there 20, 30 years. And I've caught a yeah, lot of big five or six pounders that way. Somebody somebody has, because they just rebuilt this lake. They went and dredged it and then uh, uh, completely rebuilt the bottom of it and put oh, like this yeah. reinforcement mesh down in it to keep the erosion that way. And, and uh so they plant have planted it with like uh, I think they were like seven inch rainbows, mm -hmm. and now it's got bluegill, largemouth. Um, I saw a twenty eight inch walleye get pulled out of there one time, but it was oh, years wow. ago. It was so skinny though; it it was living off a of goose shit. It was so skinny; yeah. it looked like it was sick. But uh, people are—I know people are are catching catfish at these other lakes and they're throwing yeah. them in there. As long as somebody doesn't throw a pike in there, we have so many pike around here and they'll yeah, kill hammer, everything in a, in a lake. Hammer handles, man. They're, That's they're, what we call them. Yep. I know pike and pickerel. They're uh, well, they, they can be a problem, but they are fun to catch sometimes. Just not as fun to get off the hook. Yeah. Yeah. Usually uh, if nobody's around, they get clubbed in the head, but. I caught a. I went to the lake last week and caught one perch, and I didn't even know I had it on. I saw my line moving, and I tried to set the hook, and nothing happened. Well, about an hour later, I reel it in, and it goes through a bunch of weeds, and I'm dragging weight. And there's this like eight inch perch on the end of the line when I reeled him up. Man, and he I'm, 
he gutted the hook really bad. So I knew he wasn't going to make it. And I just, I don't really keep them unless there's something that's worth eating. So there was an osprey flying around and there was a blue heron creeping up on me. So I'm sure one of them got a free lunch. I'm positive, man. Yeah, I uh, I miss doing a lot of fly fishing for like, uh, I haven't got to go for trout, but I've gone for just about everything else. I have caught a perch on a fly before, which was a lot of fun as well. I went up to Alaska when I was graduated high school. My dad lived up there at the time. and That was his graduation present to me was he flew me up there for two weeks and I went salmon fishing and halibut fishing up there for two weeks. Man, what was the biggest halibut you caught? Oh, uh, I think probably 35 pounds. Whoa. Yeah. I've heard that they're a lot of fun to eat. Do they, I mean, a lot of fun to catch. Do they still let you eat them or have they made the uh, protected species oh, list? No, we, we could keep them. So I came back, I came back from Alaska with 70 pounds of salmon and 70 pounds of halibut. Now, and at salmon. that time, and in 1990, at that time, uh, halibut was eight ninety nine a pound. Now it's like sixteen bucks a pound. So I come back with a lot of fish, and I only you... remember eating fish like three times because all my relatives heard about it, and they went to my grandparents' house, and that freezer got empty quick. <laughs> what kind of salmon were you getting? Uh, I hit it right after the kings. I was up there just as the last of the kings were around, so they were. Uh, uh, silvers and reds, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've, um, I've caught a couple of salmon, but they were little ones. I never did get to get on any big ones. seems like it'd yeah, be my, a hell of a lot of fun. I used to have a picture of one my dad caught and it was 80, it was an 83 pound King. 83. Yeah. And then when I was up there, um, we were fishing this one spot in the river. It was on the Kenai river. Mm-hmm. And 24 hours before we were fishing this spot, this, you know, this one spot, and there were boats everywhere. Well, tw- 24 hours later, um, a guy caught this, the second world record king salmon up there, and it was 96 pounds. Oof. Yeah. And he man. was 24 hours after me, and my dad said that uh, that was a $100,000 fish that guy caught. That's I said, crazy. I said, What do you mean? And he said, Well, they hear about that fish and then they come up and what kind of rod are you using? Well, I was using a Fenwick. Fenwick will cut you a check for $20,000. What kind of lure were you using? I was using a blue Fox pixie. Blue Fox will write you a check for 20 grand. What kind of line, you know, like that. It's just, it was all an endorsement deal. Man, nothing wrong with that. I've caught, um, I caught chum salmon and they are not as good to eat. No chums aren't They're Uh, I think they call them dog salmon too, don't they? Or something like that. It's not good. Yeah. It's a salmon croquettes at best. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. You might be able to, you might be able to smoke them and can them and they might might be okay. Well, I was going to show you this one. I got you, man. If you want to get back into fishing, this is what the fish angler webpage looks like. This is my profile on there. If you want to add me and follow me anytime I catch a fish or whatever, but um, this is their website. Uh, like I said, I, I try to promote them because technically I'm one of their uh, fish ambassadors. Uh, bass, of course, being the key word there. But um, it's a it's a good little app. You can find all kinds of stuff. You can find little creeks and rivers to fish in. And like I said, if you ever just want to find the closest place to you that you might be able to walk or ride in the car really quickly to, 
fish anglers the way to go, man. There's other fish apps on the iPhone and Android, like fish brain and a couple other ones, but, uh, they, they're not one of my sponsors. So check how, that out how, sometime. How big do the pike get down there? Um, we don't get them here, man. Every pike I've oh. caught has been further up North. Um, yeah. and I mean, down here, one of the things that I really enjoy that's I would say closest to a pike would be alligator gar. And I don't catch them on purpose typically, but every now and again, I'll go out trying to get a big catfish on like a deep sea rod and half of a bluegill. And uh, sometimes, man, you'll get a monster gar. And some of the rivers down here in Alabama have, you know, are huge and deep and have been there so long. Um, I've probably had a alligator gar upwards of maybe over a hundred pounds on the line, but I didn't get close enough to him because I didn't have a metal leader. I wasn't prepared. But I mean, if I if I went out with some eighty pound line and um you know hundred or eighty pound metal leader and a round hook, I could have got him. Um, it's just I'd a love to go uh, bow fishing for gar. They do that down on the red was it Red River down there in Texas and all them. They've got those big alligator gar down there. I'm not sure what the name of the river is, but I know that uh that is a good spot. There's a guy on YouTube called Wild Life. And uh, he goes down there. He's sponsored by PC Fun, which is a fishing company also. But he uh, he has an alligator guard that he caught on his that I think was over 200 or close to 200 pounds. And he got it on video, which is really cool. But wildlife fishing videos are good. And he goes for gar specifically. Like he goes after them hard. So, that, uh, there's, a, there's a bow hunter named Tim Wells. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Mm, I haven't. He, he, he hunts with bows. He hunts with spears. Mm-hmm. He's taking bears with a blowgun. He's uh, uses spears uh, and and archery. And he did a couple of shows where him and some other guys went down uh, bow fishing for alligator gar, and they got a monster. And they had to stick him like three or four arrows to get him in, and it was it I was would, huge. I would think so, man. I've watched a few people like uh, Dar Sizzle does some cool bowgun stuff, and then she does some cool um, bow fishing stuff. But she doesn't just like uh, she's down in Florida, but she does like uh, fishing for uh, tilapia because it's an invasive species. So she fishes them with the bow. And then she also does iguana because they're an invasive species and they're all over her, her yard. So she she literally uses her bow fishing rod and pops iguanas and stuff. So that's kind of cool. But um, I need I need to find some more of those people that are out there, um, you know, doing some of the interesting hunts and interesting fishing stuff. That's for sure. There's a yeah, there's a guy that does just uh, he just kills iguanas down in uh, down in Florida, and that's his basically his job. He goes out to golf courses, and man, yep. he some of these things look like Komodo dragons running around, and he pops these yeah. he pops these uh, the iguanas with these really nice air guns. And what's funny, man, is I grew up down there in Miami uh, in the Kendall area and then uh, lived in Fort Lauderdale for a long time. And back in 95, when I left after I graduated high school, you didn't see that many iguana. It was very, very minimal. But the times I've been back in recent history, uh, back down in that area, man, there were iguana everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. And then the, the snakes, too. Yeah, the pythons got out. Pythons down there, I guess, are just getting crazy. They're killing everything in the Everglades. Yeah, and that was my old stomping grounds back in the day, man. That whole area was uh, was a lot of fun growing up down there, at least being a a young man, I would say, in that area. Yeah, no doubt. 
Well, awesome, Brother Ape. It's been fantastic talking to you, my man. I'm going to bring on Mr. Kush now and say hey to him, but I will be right. seeing you very, very soon, sir. Keep an eye on Douglas Force. Yeah, I'll, I'll, he, I think he's at work right now, but man, I'll tell you what, he is pumped. <laughs> I bet he is, man. This is a whole new start on life for him. Like I said, this will Definitely. be a career if he plays his cards right. Oh, yeah. He's he's going to be in it for the long haul because of his age. He could uh, I can retire at 60. He could retire at 60. You just wouldn't get a full pension. I said, you have 20 years to stack as much green as you can and set yeah. yourself up for retirement. That's what I would do if I were him, for sure. And he's single, no women, don't want to get married, don't want nah. no kids. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. That it always ends so poorly for us men. Yes, it does. All right, brother. I'll talk to you again soon here, man. Thank you. Later. All right, peace, bud. The one and only Mr. Hey. Kush. How's it going, sir? Fantastic, buddy. How are you doing today? Good. Uh, just wanted to say I uh, enjoyed your stream uh, yesterday yeah, with uh, with Good Mother. And um, turns out she ended up going like seven hours last night. I was just about to ask if you got any sleep last night, man, because I went uh, was on two and a half with her. And then when you got on shortly thereafter, I, I saw you on there and I was like, oh, shit, they're going to keep it going. And I looked this morning. It was seven hours. Yeah, I left. Uh, I left at about, I think, midnight. Okay. Or so I was on about two hours after you left. Um, awesome. Yeah. So uh, yakking with her. Did anyone else uh, say anything about the stream? Was there any feedback or anything? Any pointers you I could give me? They are, and everybody uh, gave pretty good compliments. I I looked okay. at uh, today, and everybody everybody seemed to think pretty highly of you. Um, I didn't blow it. That's all I wanted. I just didn't want to blow it. No, not at all. Not at all. Fantastic. Fantastic, yeah, you, man. You, you told it straight from the horse's mouth. I mean, that's that's the way you got to tell it. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just good to hear different people's stories. I I can't relate to going through the divorce uh, situation myself because I was never married. So I, every, time I hear, every time I hear one of those horror stories like yours or anybody else's, it, all it does is just strengthen uh, my further resolve. Um, the other thing I, I wanted to get on the stream and tell people about, I had a medical procedure today. Everything went well. That's right. Um, yep. So walked to the hospital three and a half miles. Um, that was my workout. Just, uh, um, not kill two birds with one stone. And, uh, I just got to tell you all these, all these hospitals are run by succubi. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, stay healthy, gentlemen, stay uh, make sure you're working out, make sure you're, um, eating healthy. Um, because these hospitals, they will suck you for every dime. Yep. Um, they got to keep that equipment running and the way they keep that equipment running is they keep warm bodies in it. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it's warm, unhealthy bodies, unfortunately. So, um, your health is your wealth, gentlemen. That's just what I wanted to pass along. That's a great point, man. They didn't sneak, uh, sneak an extra knuckle in or anything, did they? <laughs> just making sure man i'm taking it you didn't walk home did you no no i had no i couldn't they wouldn't I let bet. me yeah they they wouldn't let me after sedation i couldn't drive so i'd walk there but uh, my yeah. colleague from work he he came and picked me up and took me home it was just a real short drive but yeah um 
but yeah, I just said I'll, I'll just freaking walk home. What? But no, 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 no. That's the law. They, yeah. For liability reasons, they can't release you after you've been under anesthesia like that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I was just like, what? You don't care about me. You just care about covering your ass. Yeah. I mean, and I, off on it, and they're like, no, no, no. Um, whatever. You feel like you could do anything after the sedation, though. You know, I remember a procedure I had at one point, and I actually told the nurse afterwards, I said, no, I've been way worse off than this before. And uh, she was not amused. It's like, I'll no, be I guess fine. What, I guess what uh, scared the nurse was when I uh, got up re- immediately because that can make you faint. Yeah. She was just really surprised because I brooded over her quite a bit. And she was just like looking up at surprise. She's like, oh, my God, don't fall. I'm like, no, I got this under control. <laughs> That's awesome, brother, man. So what all uh, did you guys get into last night, man? Anything? Did I miss any good topics or were you all just kind of touching on all the same old, same old? Or? Yeah, kind of the same old, same old. Um, That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I noticed uh, I noticed you put out a test video yesterday, man. Are you getting closer to where you're wanting to put you yeah, some probably, together? Probably not this, uh, probably not this weekend. Cause I got a lot sure. of work, a uh, sure. lot of, uh, herbal work to do. Um, Good. that's going to take up a big portion of my Saturday and Sunday. And then, um, I've downloaded Streamyard and everything. I have, um, the software, I got my package and everything ready. Uh, it's just a matter of, of working the controls, just getting used to to working the controls basically. And sure. um, Mandy offered to help me out on that a little bit since she's, uh, she has the same kind of tech savvy I do, which is yeah. <laughs> um, when it comes to doing just streaming, I've never done this before. So um, it's not too hard, man. I mean, honestly, it's one of those things where at first it can be intimidating, especially that, like StreamYard is a good one because it's not too technical. OBS is, can be very difficult because there's so many settings and things to learn. But in StreamYard, you know, it's all browser based. You click here, you click there. It's not too hard to figure out. But um, I think the biggest thing is just trying to keep the show moving in some sort of direction. Try to keep, I don't want to say on topic, but, you, you know, the best thing I can advice I can give to anyone who wants to stream is uh, try to avoid dead air. You know, try to keep it. Oh, yeah, you want to keep it alive. Yep. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but you've got that personality anyways. I mean, you know, you every time I talk to you, I'm like, yeah, man, it's easy to talk to Kush. Oh, yeah, I've always, I've always got something to talk about. So, um, but yeah, and it's uh, one of, I spent a lot of time, actually, what I, it's coming back to me now, I spent a lot of time talking to Hermit. We mm-hmm. were talking about fitness stuff and what he was uh, planning on doing. Um, his uh, schedule for getting down to Hawaii and everything and talked a little bit about that. And um, it's funny, we got to talking about like past hookups and, and shit like that. So that was, uh, that's always fun to hear his stories and to hear mine and um, how some of it's, uh, some of it's the same, but it's a lot of it's different too. Yep. Um, He's so. got, it seems like he has a really good plan going, man. I mean, the only thing that I foresee being an issue with him that, I mean, it would be an issue for me if I was in his position. He has some beautiful babies growing and there's no, I mean, he can't do that on the Island, at least not yet. What do you mean? Babe, beautiful babies. Oh man. Have you not seen his plants yet? No. 
Dude, let me see. I'll pull it up and share it here. We'll look at it. Hold up. Hermit's got some nice little uh, plants growing, man. I'll, I'll find it for you. Give me two seconds here and I'll bring it on. We'll take a look. But um, when he moves out there, it's not legal in Hawaii, but it is legal where he's at now. So he's got a garden. And oh, yeah, he's got, pretty, oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. You know, he's, he's got the LED lights or uh, infrared, I think is what right, they look like. the same thing I am. Okay, cool. Yeah, let me see here. Yeah, but shit, if you got a garden, you should definitely post videos of your garden. If it's legal where you're at, then it's not a problem with YouTube. Oh yeah, I'll post. Uh, I'll post. Uh, I should have posted a video, but I've hacked down a bunch of them already. So, um, but I've that's, got six of them. That's actually good news. It's always nice to hear that uh, things are moving in the, the drying and curing direction. Yes. Uh, where is this video, Hermit? Do post so much content? It's hard to hard to find it all. Mm, hold on. Do yeah, but I've actually do. got I've got a full uh, I got three tents indoor going too. Um, really? Right yeah. What's the? They have a a limit on what you can uh, do numbers wise over there. Twelve for mag medical up to twelve oh, okay. at any time for medical. Yep. That's fantastic, man. I'm trying to find these. Give me a second. I'll find them. So. Um, how often do you have to re-get your medical card? Is that something that's a hassle or is that easy? No, no. Once you get it, it's pretty easy. Um, and it's a one-time, you pay it one time in the state of Massachusetts. It's a one-time fee of 175 bucks. Huh, that's, um, nothing. that's nothing. And it's it, you have to get it renewed annually. And you just have to go to the Cannabis Control Commission for Massachusetts. And it's a simple little form. I actually just did it like two weeks ago um had to renew my license and yeah they just uh type type in the information they provide you with a health care physician um i have one assigned to me that and they do that first time around and that's the person you always have unless they change jobs or something like that right and then um yeah they just send you a new card in the mail and it's awesome because you don't pay tax on it because in in massachusetts the tax is 20 percent, so it's pretty pretty high even even if you're buying say and uh uh an eighth or so um it can get pretty expensive so who 36 what state are you in i'm just curious he said good cush when it went positive hospital was a little over one hundred thousand. okay cool but yeah you still looking for those picks I found it, man. I found the video right here. I'm going to show you. Let me, there it is. This is one of Hermit's videos of his uh, closet nice. area. I don't know. Uh, nice. what you but yeah, man, he looks like he knows what he's doing. I mean, the lighting looks appropriate. Um, oh, yeah, I, that looks awesome. They're obviously in the flowering stage out of edge. He's probably got them on 12, 12. Oh, yeah, those are in flower. Those are, those are probably not more than a couple weeks from harvest. Yeah, yeah, and he posted this one a few days ago, so um, I'm guessing everything's you know on the level. I'm just looking at it. Yeah, if though if he hasn't harvested those already, I'd be surprised because uh, they're just the right they're at the right point. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, man, I'm excited for him. I know it's gonna be a it's one of those things. Like I said, he can't do it in Hawaii um, like he does now, so. 
he keeps saying, well, hopefully, you know, by that time, I mean, a lot of places are starting to adopt it, but because it's still federally illegal, I think yeah. it's, you know, it'll be something they'll, uh, but I would imagine it's all over that island being a, a tourist, you know, well, it's, tourist it's, spot. it's medical. It's pretty much everything, I think, except recreational in Hawaii. Right. Oh, is it medical there? Yeah, it's definitely medical. Definitely. Oh, hell, he'll be okay. He'll just get him a card. He should, yeah, just, and like literally getting the card, at least in Massachusetts, is easy. All you have to do is like say your anxiety has anxiety. And <laughs> that's, I figured it was pretty much you just go in and say, I get headaches. And they're like, here you go. No, but I actually did have uh, legitimate reasons. I have arthritis, yeah. um, it helps with my circadian rhythms, my sleep. Mm -hmm. um, it has helped with my, my recovery from the alcohol issues. Yeah. Um, so, and it also helps for some reason with my physiology. I don't know why, um, but somehow it helps me lose weight um, in addition to all the other good things I'm doing to lose weight. So that's um, great, man. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Avoid, uh, avoid the hospitals, gentlemen. Um, all women in there, huh? All women. And, and they don't, they don't care about, uh, uh, they don't. They don't care about your well-being. Um, Are you telling me that women don't give a shit about us, Kush? No, of course not. I, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> yeah, man. I uh, I kind of figure as much. And just for all you boys watching, I don't condone it. Uh, the old Mary Jane. I just happened to used to live I, that lifestyle. I allegedly, I allegedly do these things. <laughs> Yeah, man. So if it ever comes, I mean, I'm in the Bible belt, so which they are rapidly taking the Bible out of this belt, unfortunately. But that's too bad. Yeah, it is sad, unfortunately. But if they ever do make it like the legal thing here, I mean, I'll be I'll definitely uh, for my anxiety and mental uh, strife would be doing that. But yeah, because, you, said you, you have like the borderline Asperger's. I, I would say borderline. Uh, we could uh, we could avoid that word. It's I have I am nuts, dude. Um, not in a bad way, but I mean, I'm definitely, um, I don't ever stop thinking my brain doesn't ever shut off. And, uh, you know, some, that sounds like a good thing, but, uh, no, no, it I makes me extremely productive, but you wouldn't want to be me, you know? No, I'm, I'm, I'm much the way, same way. I'm, I'm like you, um, I'm a Sigma male. So, um, I follow my own path and, um, yeah, and that's I think what it what it really does good for me is it keeps my it, it lets my brain stop thinking sometimes. Yeah, it allows me to go to sleep. It allows the the activity to slow down a little bit. Especially, I think the CBD component I think is real helpful for that. Um, yeah, I um I mean I did um, partake for. Let's see, probably since I was like 17 or eight, probably 18, I'd say on the daily up until I was a long time. I mean, well into my probably 40, 41s, something like that. So I mean, a very long time, but um, it helped me to regulate my behaviors and obsession, obsessive compulsive type stuff uh, an awful lot. It was very helpful. I mean, again, it was, you know, it was one of those things where I, I wasn't one of the people that was like, I did that and then went to a, a rock concert. I did that and then did work or whatever I had to do and then focused on my regular shit. So, I mean, I was never um, the party type behavior. It was always 
I, it, it would allow me to focus, slowed me down enough to focus. So I could tell you my first story when I smoked weed, the 420. Please. Yeah, I was working at a restaurant in high school. I was 16 years old. Um, doing it was always night shift on the weekend, and uh, a friend of mine, high school buddy, he lived in the he he moved to a high school next south of it. I I come from Michigan originally too, uh, West Michigan, and uh, it was all country where I lived. And um, the guy asked me, he's like, "If you give me a ride, I'll smoke a joint with you." And I'd never smoked weed before, and I'm like, eh, "What the hell, sixteen year old kid?" Um, I had a 1978 Cadillac uh, DeVille two-door, just big-ass car. And I remember we were just cruising down the local highway, the M37 through uh, Michigan, just heading down south to this, going like 80 in this caddy. We're passing me, this other guy who was just like this ghetto dude from Indianapolis, and then this other guy who had the joint. We're passing around. I'm driving. And we get to his town and we turn on to the main street and he's like, Iridium, make sure you slow down. There's this cop here. And I just go blowing by this cop. And uh, and the guy's like, fuck. He, and lo and behold, he turns right around. And he's like, put the roach away. Put the roach away. He's like trying to jam it in. The, this is when cars still had ashtrays. Yeah. So like one of those pull out ashtrays. It was just chock a block full of cigarettes. Of course. He didn't even like hide the... His, we're like trying to hide this roach in it, jamming the ashtray shut. It wouldn't even shut completely because it's so full of butts. And then when uh, the cop came up to me, when we rolled that car down, I don't know if you know that uh, scene yeah. from the movie Predator 2 when Danny Glover comes up to the Jamaican guys and the window, com the smoke comes out of the car. Yeah. That's probably about what my car was like when the guy opened it. <laughs> so... I acted like super cool. I was just thinking to myself, oh, I'm done. I'm fucked. But the cop kind of looked at me and I knew he, knowing now what I know, knowing what I know now, I know he had to smell it. Oh, yeah. There's no way he couldn't have not smelled it. Um, and he looked at me and he goes, can I have your license and registration, please? I'm like, sure. And I gave it to him. And he goes, uh, Mr. Cush. I'm not going to give you a ticket. I'm not even going to give you a citation, but I'm going to tell you something right now. If I see your lily white ass in my town again, you're going to the clink. Do you understand me? Uh, I never came down to his town again at that uh, time of night. Yeah. Yeah. That'll teach you a quick lesson, man. That first time you get paranoid, having a good scare like that. Saving Nation had a question for you here. Kush, can you yep. see that one? Yes. I also live in a recommended state, but the products are hit and miss. Do you ever do tolerance breaks? Um, yeah. If I travel out of country, I'll do that because I, I don't dare travel out of country with it. Or mm. if I go to a place where it's just like wicked, wicked illegal, um, I'll use that as kind of a forced tolerance break or, but uh no, honestly, when I'm at home um, and I'm traveling pretty much in legal states, I, I, I smoke down every day. So I'm curious about this, Cushman. It's a question I had. Is, um, is the quality like Northern Lights kind of quality? Are we talking, uh, you know, good Recreational here is shit. Oh, it's Babbage. That's no good. Okay. Yeah, recreational. Medical, if, if you get medical from a dispensary, it's better quality, I've found. 
but the recreational could be real hit or miss and like yeah northern lights that's a hard hard one to find but yeah mm -hmm. that's an old school stream that's uh that's an og strain that i like too um, yeah so that would bother me man the fact that it's legal and it was shitweed like the brown man that would be uh well, you just gotta get the medical them. and you gotta get yeah. the medical and you grow your own um yeah. and uh i know people where i can get plants from um and plus i i know how to garden i know how to propagate plants sure. so like the ones that are growing in my tents now or the ones that i propagated from outside the ones i had outside were propagated from tents last year so you did and then you could buy seeds legally here so you sure. can easily grow from seed um as long as they're feminized seeds you want to make sure they're of that of course you don't want any males now no, this is all know. allegedly and i don't know allegedly. anything about it yeah, but allegedly. i would um yeah i would assume you just get you one good mother and take clones from that mother from what i understand from what i understand yes uh i've been told you can do that pretty much advent infinitum which uh yep. Some people I know do that. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, my man. Well, it's about 10 o'clock here, Kush. I think I'm going to pack it in. Nobody else yeah, is waiting yeah, in the waiting room. 11 o'clock here, so yeah. Um, awesome, brother. Well, it is always a pleasure to speak with you, sir. I'm going to be doing a lot more of these call-in shows, so we'll see you here soon. Oh, yeah. Also, man, if you um, if there's anything I can do to help you when you start doing your streams or if you have any questions or if you need a – a lighting kit. I'll send you a link to the one that I got off of uh, Amazon. Um, you know, if you need some some good lighting or something like that, or you know, when you get to that place, uh, you know, cheap webcam is really easy if you don't have one already. It looks like you're cameraed up though, so this should is be just good. A camera on the in the laptop I got. I did. I actually switched. I was doing stuff on my work laptop, but this is a this is a personal home laptop. I have sure. another. I have a better gaming laptop that I use, but mm -hmm. I don't, there's something funky going on with the camera on it. So, man, cameras in laptops are garbage. I've got a really nice laptop over here with 16 gigs of RAM. And I mean, it's all the bells and whistle, and the camera, the webcam in it is garbage. But if you look up the uh, C920 Logitech, it's like 60 bucks on Amazon. You can yeah. find them in Walmart. It's 1080p. It's what I'm filming this with right now. But it's yeah, crystal. that looks really crisp. That looks yeah, great. it's crisp quality. It's great in low light. It gives you you know good color. You know that way you don't have like I have a monitor in front of me and you have a monitor in front of you. And you don't get that kind of monetary color to you. And but a C920 Logitech, if you're interested, I've got the professional model. It's yeah. sixty bucks, um, which oh, is cheap, yeah. but it makes a big difference. Um, oh, yeah. You know. Um, Awesome, brother, man. Good to see you again. Yeah, and, uh, and you ended the stream here? Yeah, man. I'm, I think I'm going to go get me something to eat and climb on uh, into bed. Blame you. I All woke right. up early this morning, so good to see you again, man. All right. Yeah, have a good night, sir. All right, Kush. Peace. All right, boys. Thank you guys so much for coming through this evening. We got 19 gentlemen in here. The likes are over 44, so we're doing good, guys. Thank you all so much for coming through and seeing Brother John. If you guys want to, feel free to drop a super chat. Feel free to drop something in the Cash App if you want to support the show. You don't have to, but this is what I do for a living technically. Guys, I appreciate it greatly. I'm going to put your comments on the screen. I'm going to disappear as always. And you know what time it is, don't you, boys? It's time for that corpse music, guys. 
Let's see, we did Misa Misa earlier. Why don't we do some e-girls are ruining my life? Because quite frankly, all of them will ruin your life, boys. Or Jeremy. Out the gate. Rusty.